welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first time, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. I really appreciate each and every one of you for taking out your precious time to listen. If you missed out on last week's episode, you definitely got to go back and catch it. We talked about open enrollment for single moms. I got a chance to chat with Brittany, who has tons of years of experience working in the healthcare industry. So if you're not familiar with open enrollment, it's basically a period of time that normally begins November 1st and ends around December 15th. Um, in which you can select your health care benefits. So anywhere from medical, dental, vision, all the way to your 401k and life insurance. So if you need help in that area or you're like, I don't understand this stuff or it just stresses you out, then you definitely need to go check out that episode. Now, I will tell you that it is very detailed, so make sure you have a pen and paper. Uh, we literally broke it all the way down, so we went over basic healthcare terminology, and then we went through each plan, like medical, dental, vision, FSAs, DC FSAs, 401ks, 403b. Like, we literally went through that, okay? So go check it out. If you have been listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and you have not left a review, listen, what are you waiting on? If you have not shared this podcast with another single mom that you know that may benefit, please share it with them. I would greatly appreciate it. Listen, when you tell somebody about the podcast, we're able to help someone else. Like we're able to help them. They're able to get this information and then they can go on and tell somebody else as well. So the more listeners I have, the more things I'm able to do with the podcast. All right. So I would greatly appreciate that. And as always, you can leave a comment on SoundCloud or rate the podcast. Now, Today, we are talking about saving on last minute Christmas shopping. So if you have not done your Christmas shopping yet and you're waiting until Black Friday, (laughs) you definitely want to stay tuned. We are talking about ways that you can save and if you really need to wait till Black Friday. All right. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hi, Rihanna. Welcome to Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am so excited to have you on today to talk about saving on last minute Christmas shopping. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? Doing well. Thanks so much for asking. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? So, um, like she stated, my name is Brianna Alford, and I assist individuals and um, small business owners with financial needs. In 2014, I graduated from Benedictine with my um, bachelor's degree in accounting, and in 2017, um, I graduated with my master's degree in forensic accounting, and then I launched my business, BLNA Financial Services, where I focus on financial planning, budgeting, and bookkeeping. I also have a seven-year-old daughter by the name of Jayla. Aww. <laughs> Sweet. So 
Brianna, I'm like so interested in this whole forensic accounting thing. Like I don't have a lot of knowledge. Um, well, accounting in general, but more specifically, uh, forensic accounting. So can you tell us a little bit about that and why you decided to get in accounting and what that actually looks like? And then, I'm sorry, I know there's a bunch of questions that went, but oh, no problem. Tie all, you can tie them all together. So why you got in accounting and why you decided to go for forensic accounting? And then at what point did you start your business or make that decision? So in high school, the funny story is I wanted to be an obstetrician. <laughs> and so oh, wow. I sat down with my dad and he was like, do you really want to be an obstetrician? Like, is that really your passion? And I was like, you know, I always love to help others, to assist others, but maybe not because it's too much schooling. So he was like, what have you always been good at? And I was like, well, numbers. And then he was like, go into like finance or accounting. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to look into that. So I started doing my research and that made my decision. Like by, by talking to him and um, getting the feel of how the industry is and what I learned and the growth opportunities in accounting, I said, this is it. So from freshman year of college, um, I just loved it. And so what made me choose forensic accounting is I wanted to also be a detective. I, I have the detective in me. So, yeah. I said, <laughs> so I said, let me tie in accounting with the detective because forensic is about analytical thinking, about figuring out, you know, why you have that missing penny. Um, why does, why doesn't this balance? So it all tied in together. And as I've, you know, I'm coming up to six years in my accounting career, and I have no complaints. I am so happy that I chose accounting because I've learned so much. I've, um, I've been in several different industries, just learning different backgrounds of companies and how the cash flow is and just really learning about the business um, as far as the outlook of accounting. So um, that's, that's, that's been my passion. I always love numbers. So that's what made me go into this whole accounting thing. And as far as my business, I felt that there was a need, especially for millennials. And so that's what made me, and being a single mom, you know, being a single mom, I had to make a decision. Okay, you know, you in this, you have to, you have to do what you have to do for your child. Mm -hmm. So how can you increase your income? How can you not be in a lot of debt? So that, that's what made me push into, okay, I have to help others. I, I have a success story. So now it's time for me to share that with others. So that's what made me start my business and say, okay, this is the services that I'm going to add because this is a need. Right, right. And I think that's typically what happens with a lot of people when they're creating businesses. They look to create this thing that doesn't really exist or either um, people are having many issues with and they create the business so that it solved that, solves that problem. So that's awesome. I'm so excited again to have you on. And Thank you. I wish you many more years of success in your business. Thank so, you so much. You are welcome. Today, I wanted to talk about, you know, like I mentioned earlier, um, ways to save money for single moms as far as Christmas shopping, because we are in November and Black Friday is like around the corner. So a lot of moms are last minute. Um, typically, like as I know it, it seems that a lot of people don't really have budgets in place. 
you know, like I said, finances is like the number one issue for single moms. So what do you believe, Brianna, you know, just knowing, I guess, from experience and um, what you see, what do you believe is the first step in planning to Christmas shop? Like you didn't do it already. And I consider this last minute. You haven't planned to Christmas shop already. And I don't know if you consider it the same thing, but it's literally next month, right? Exactly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like it's last minute. You probably don't have a budget in place. You're probably just planning to just go buy your kids the toys that they want and be done, you know, whether you have the money or not. So Again, what do you believe is the first step in planning to Christmas shop? So since it's last minute, because I always tell uh, like my clients or last year I did a Facebook Live in like the beginning of October. I'm like, okay, the kids are in school, shop now. You know, you have the the school supplies, you have the the clothes and all of that. So it's October 1st, it's the first week. Let's start shopping because people get into debt. So since it is, you know, last minute, I would say, Spend what you can afford. Many people think, okay, you know, it's last minute, so they have an impulsive buy. Let me get this, let me get that. I have to get my mom, my dad, my auntie, you know, all these people. And you become, you you realize, wow, I am in all of this debt. I didn't took out loans. I didn't use my credit cards. I would stay away from that and spend what you can afford. And then I will get a list together. I would say, okay, since it's so last minute, let me list everything and price it. You know, I would go on Walmart or Target or what, Amazon, wherever you shop for gifts and list everything with the prices. So when you go to the store or if you order online, you could say, okay, I have a few weeks. I have maybe two or three weeks um, that I have checks or, or money coming in that I can spend on Christmas shopping what can I actually afford? I have the expenses on what I want to get, and this is what I can get. That's period. That's it. And then the buy now, pay later, I would stay away from that because that is so advertising to people. Oh, wow, I can buy this now and pay later, but then the interest rate is super high. And then before you know it, next year, you have all this piled up debt from Christmas. Yes, exactly. So I, I will use those tools just to be on the safe side. Now, Brianna, do you think that there should be like um, a number set? Like they should go through, you know, kind of their expenses. And if they already have a budget in place now, you know, they can figure out, okay, what extra money do they have and set a number? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Me, I'm like, okay, you know, my daughter's only five, like $300 is the max for me. Absolutely. Like she, wants, she wants a Barbie dream house. Okay. Like she wants some little LOL toys. That's yes. like, okay. And then also like breaking it down into categories, you know, what do they want? What do they need? What can they wear? What can they read? Absolutely. I, like, I saw that on a, um, on a website and I was like, this is awesome. Like a want, a need, a wear and a read. Like that's I, really good. Yeah. That is so good. And I was like, that is typically what I do. Like, I'm not the person who has like all these gifts under the tree. Like that's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I wasn't raised that way. Absolutely. Like, I that a lot of people they come from, especially if you come from a two parent home, you might have grew up where your parents did that. You guys have big Christmases. Right. You know, gifts like running over under the tree. You know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because I came from a two parent home, so I get it. And it was it was four of us. So I, you know, I get the you know all the gifts and stuff because. They want to, you know, see a smile on our face. But I'm the same one. 
I don't, I don't have to prove anything to no one. As long as my daughter is happy with the gifts that I've provided, I don't yes. care about the overflowing tree. I don't care about none of that. <laughs> yes. This is really good. The want, need, aware, and read. That's really good. See, my daughter, she is seven. So she's more into now like technology. So that's the more expensive, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm going to miss the little Barbie dolls and the L. I'm going to miss that. Even though she's still into Barbie dolls, she's more of like, okay, can I get another tablet, you know, or can I get a computer? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, maybe a LOL doll. And, you know, because she has a, the dream house. She has, you know, the dolls. She has so many toys. So it's like, um, you don't want another pair of shoes or some more clothes. <laughs> Something you can wear. Hello. <laughs> so she's like, you know, no, I want this and that. So, you know, for me, I have to plan in advance. Like I planned in October exactly what I'm going to do for her just so I can get a sense of, okay, I have this to work with and this is my set budget. Like you said, it's very good to set, okay, 500 is my limit. That is it. I'm not going over that, you know, have a set budget to say, and then you, you pick everything based off your budget. So you won't be stressed and worrying how you're going to do that and this. And it's, Christmas is really not about all of the gifts. You know what I mean? It's, it's really about spending time with your family and just mm -hmm. enjoying, you know, just the season of Jesus' birth, you know? Yes. So, so I think that's what a lot of people get messed up mentally because they say, oh, I have to, you know, buy this gift and buy that gift. Do what you can do. Yes. And especially, um, and I'm going to get into this a little bit um, later on, but, you know, just trying to buy for all of your family when you mm -hmm. know you can't afford it, sis, just let it go. Okay. Like, <laughs> it is okay. And I wanted to say another thing about, you know, just deciding on an amount that you can spend because you mentioned overspending. That is totally a thing. And then it stresses you out. So Absolutely. Does it put you in debt and you know, you get behind on different things, but like it literally will stress you out. And then you have another issue. So on top of your new financial issue, you have a, a, an emotional issue because exactly. went out there and you spent money that you don't have all because you wanted to please your kids for a toy that they may only play with for two days. Okay. I was just going to say that <laughs> play with like, two days or a week, just because they're excited that the, the tree is still up and they have new toys. <laughs> yes. And like, it kind of bothers me in a sense that, you know, for my daughter, like I'm, I'm the parent that is more practical. Right. I talked to my daughter's uh, dad, you know, we talked about Christmas and stuff and he's more materialistic. Like he wants her to have the latest toys if that's what she wants. But I'm like, that is a waste of money. Yeah. So we kind of go back and forth with that. And I don't know if you moms have a relationship with your kids, dad, but you may want to talk to them if you do and see if they can help out and what you guys could do together too. That helps a lot. Absolutely. Um, if I had to do it by myself, I'm just like, she probably wouldn't get as many things as she gets. Yeah. Honest. But yeah, that is, that is something to consider so the for me stress and the financial strain that you place on yourself i'm sorry absolutely i'm sorry so for me because i am like the only parent in her life mm -hmm. I, that's why i plan early in october because i do kind of try to go over board for her mm -hmm. um not as far as like you know 
all the gifts floating over, but just meaningful things Mm -hmm. that things that she remember, like, wow, I'm glad my mom did that. You know, she doesn't have a boy and you know, my dad and my brothers are really heavy in her life. So that's what makes her Christmas great every year because I do have that little help, you know, from my family too. Yeah, and that's awesome, too. And, like, some people, they may have family as well to, like, step in and help out. Absolutely. And stuff like that. Um, As far as my family, like, we don't live close to them. So um, I live in Houston, and my family does not live here. So they live in Mississippi. And so they will will get our things, you know, there. And then, you know, we have – if we stay here, it's just whatever I buy. Um, if they buy anything, then she'll get it, you know, when she goes there or they'll normally mail it. So every year she normally will go there for Christmas because it's two weeks and I'm normally needing that break. Like, because yeah. <laughs> my Absolutely. only break during the year are the holidays. And so um, I haven't decided yet whether we're going to go to Mississippi or not because, you know, like I have to drive like seven hours and then drive seven hours back and then go back to get her. And then it's on like a Tuesday this year, right? So I haven't decided about that. But yeah, so if you have family, then you can assign gifts. Like, oh, exactly. if you have what you need for her, then you tell them, well, she wants X, Y, Z. You can get this, I'll get this. But you have to understand that um, you need to be able to trust them. Because I remember one time, and if my auntie listens to this, I'm sorry, but it's <laughs> true, because you said you were going to give this. <laughs> so we have... <laughs> We have made a list of the stuff that my daughter wanted and they said they were going to get this one thing and they didn't end up getting it. So at Christmas time, she was like looking for it and she wasn't there. (laughs) So that's something to consider too. Like if they commit to getting something, then you need to make sure that they're going to get it. Absolutely. (laughs) I just wanted to throw that out there because that did happen. That's hilarious. (laughs) But I know you were heartbroken. Like, I see ya. Yeah, on the inside, I was like, girl, like, you did not do what you said you were going to do. <laughs> but anyways, um, we ended up getting it for her birthday because her birthday is in February. So that's the thing, too. Like, if you have kids with birthdays right after Christmas, like, keep that in mind, too. Absolutely, because I know someone whose birthday is on Christmas. Oh, So wow. it's like... You know, it's kind of good and bad because it's like, okay, you have to separate. Okay, this is your Christmas gifts and then this is your birthday gifts. So they expect kind of a lot, you know, on Christmas. Oh, it's my birthday and it's Christmas. So, but you can kind of get away with it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like it. Those yeah. Know. And even my daughter at five, she knows the difference, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. So I want to go back to um, creating this list. When we're talking about creating the list, um, I want to say that you should decide who you're going to buy for. Like, okay, you have your kids list, but then determine, like, do you have enough money to buy for other people? And if Absolutely. you set a budget for them as well. And so when you're making this list, combine everyone's list in one. Absolutely. So when you're shopping, you can go through the list and, you know, see how much those things cost now. Absolutely. Um, Brianna, do you recommend just only shopping during the sales? Like, just say if they have the money now, should they wait for Black Friday? Or should they, you know, just kind of start browsing now? I, say I would say browse now. now. Yeah. yeah I, I agree. Like, Black Friday, I mean, they have good deals sometimes. On like electronics. But it's so packed. But yeah, but and then yeah. they don't always have the stuff that you need. And then sometimes the stuff sell out. And sometimes you only save like $10. 
You know, exactly. so I think you have to determine like how much um, is the sale worth to you. You know, exactly. Not only that. Yeah. Are you going to be able to really save a significant amount? Exactly. Not only that, I would recommend like throughout the year. You know what I mean? Like some people I know they have sales and they they'll put stuff in the closet just build up throughout the year. That's another that's another good tool to say I'm going to start early, especially the after Christmas sales like I I have this coupon, I have all the just one toy here, one toy there, one toy or clothes or whatever, it's just start building. <laughs> so when Christmas time come, it's not like a huge stress, you know, just huge like oh my god because Waiting to last minute is so stressful. I've done it before. So that's why I would never do that again, you know, because I know how that feels. Yeah, and we did that last year, and it was horrible because I was getting frustrated because we were looking for those LOL dolls, and they were sold out everywhere. Do you know I had to negotiate with somebody on eBay for that? I was so mad. Oh, wow. They were sold out everywhere. You hear me? Everywhere. Oof. Yeah, it, yeah. So I, I would say even with cool like coupons throughout the yeah, year, yeah, like yeah. So, saving your coupons and um, really just start early is so important. Starting early is important. I would really just keep saying it. Start early. Start early <laughs> because it just relieves a lot off of you. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to talk about some ways to save. So one thing you mentioned or we mentioned was you know shopping the sales, but then also comparing prices like. When you're making that list and you find that price at one place, it doesn't mean you have to pay that price. Exactly. Like a lot of times, if you just type in Google, like um, the name of the item or the product number, like it'll come up Google shopping at other places and you can compare it there. Or yes. you, um, add this tool to your computer called Honey. I think it will find cheaper prices for you. And then um, just compare the prices and make sure that you are paying what you, um, Paying the best amount, I guess, is what I'm trying to say for that Absolutely. item instead of, yeah. you know, settling to pay the price that they have currently. Exactly. And that that goes, that still ties into, that's why it's important to shop early. Yeah. So you can do that. You know what I mean? Compare yeah. prices and get everything together. Yeah. yeah. So if you make your list now, you can go ahead and write those prices down. And then when Black Friday comes, okay, you're looking at the stuff on the Black Friday sale, and you're like, oh, well, this is not really worth it for Black Friday. Let me just go ahead and buy it the week before Black Friday. Exactly. Everybody gets it, and it sells out, because they think, oh, they're saving. Exactly. Yep. And then taking advantage of um, cashback sites, such as I don't know if you guys use Ebates, but that's my fave. (laughs) Like, they have double cashback normally during the holiday time. So just say, you know, if you spend $100 at Walmart, they may be giving 7% back. And it's a, it's a little bit, but it's still something that something. you're giving back. Okay? Yeah. And every coin matters um, as a single mom. <laughs> Absolutely. Every single coin. <laughs> and another thing you can do is there are some gift card sites out there where you can um, buy gift cards at a discounted price. And I haven't tried this, but um, I did see this where a mom said that she did it. So, oh, wow. I never tried it either. Yeah, you could actually um, buy gift cards. And this may be something that you guys consider for next year because it's not a probably a last-minute thing. But I guess it could be, you know, if you know that you're going to shop at Target and you need $100 from Target and somebody's offering 
a $100 Target card for $80 and you save $20. Exactly. So just keep that in mind too. And I'll try to get a list of those websites for you guys. Um, I didn't get a chance to, to get that, but just keep that in mind. And then price matching. So if you're buying a, like electronics, I know Best Buy does price matching. Um, I haven't been to Walmart in a while in terms of electronics, but they may still do price matching. I was going to say, I thought they did it too. Walmart. Yeah, so they may do it as well. So figure out what stores price match. And so if you don't have, just say, um, the store in your area, Walmart might price match it for you. Awesome. Yeah. Those are just some ways that you can save. And then Brianna, did you have any other tips as far as saving? Um, well, since it's so last minute, um, like, like we said, just to sum it up, the want, the need and aware, a read, that'd be awesome. Just to focus on that, to make sure you have a list of, you know, of everything you're going to buy with your set budget amounts and, um, go from there. Yeah. So I just wanted to briefly talk about assistance because I know some of you may be listening and you may think like, oh, well, you don't have the money to buy your kids anything or you don't have the money to get them what they would like or what they would like. So um, the Salvation Army has Army Tree Child. I think, no, maybe it's called Angel Tree Child. And you could actually sign your kid up. You do have to qualify, I think. I'm really Yes. Most um, places you do. Okay, so you may have to qualify, and so I don't know what the requirements are, but if you, like, look into some of those, you know, um, organizations, you may be actually able to add your kid on the list and put their wish list and get most of the things that they need. I volunteered for the, um, like, the Angel Tree Child Warehouse one year, and those kids got so many things. Yeah. Like some people buy every single thing on the list and some people buy what they can, you know, so it just depends. And I just want you to know that if you do try that and you do sign up your kid, just be grateful for whatever you get. Don't be exactly. like, oh, they didn't buy my kid everything on the list. It's like, this is to help you out with Christmas. Exactly. Have something, you That's know. That's good. So uh, I don't know. Do you know of any other um, programs like that? I I didn't like make a list or anything, but I just wanted to talk about the Army Tree Child. That's one thing. Angel Tree. I don't know why I keep calling it. Army. I mean, so but, I am a part of a nonprofit organization called Parental Angels Inc. And this is an organization where if you have um, your your child or children have deceased a deceased parent or deceased parents, and we are giving away free gifts this year, December 15th. Um, I don't have like the location or the time yet. We just have the date, but that is something that you can follow me on Instagram, uh, BLNA Financial Services, and you can, you'll see that on my page where we are giving away free gifts. Okay, that's awesome. I know like the local, like county... I don't know, like Toys for Tots, maybe they, they allow you to do that as well. But just Google, like, you know, Alyssa in your area, and they should have, like, Christmas. Absolutely. There, there should be, you know, places that offer that. Absolutely. And if you guys need help, you know, trying to Google and find that information, you know, you can always DM me or shoot me an email. Yes, and when I have, when I come across some, I can, you know, um, let you know, and then you can share. 
Okay, yeah, absolutely. I would do that as well. I'm going to try to put up a list on the um, on the blog so that you guys can uh, refer to it as well. But one thing, Brianna, that we don't talk about a lot is those moms who feel guilty about not being able to, you know, get their kids gifts or the amount of gifts that they want to get. So kind of talk about that a little bit. Have you ever dig into financial psychology? Um, I know it's a thing where something triggers the brain where they think about, oh, you know, they have to have this or they have to have that. You know, I think we mentioned it earlier. So do you have like any specific advice for them? And just, I guess, looking at the overall like long-term picture instead of like the short term, you know, getting themselves in debt and all of that. Absolutely. So many parents who really don't have, I would even say, and, and, you know, you can agree or not agree with me, but go to Family Dollar. You know, they have little toys uh, for two, five, two dollars, you know what I mean? Like li- little to no money and just wrap those little gifts. Yeah. Or, or because you can really, as a single mom and the way I think, you want to go hard for your child period. You you want to give them the wants, the needs, and all of that. So if you can't, that really does something to you mentally and physically. Like You can literally get into depression, but you have to change your mindset to say, okay, I don't have it. This is my reality. Ask for help. Some people pride gets in the way too. Some people pride. No, I got this. I got this. You know, I don't want to ask nobody to do anything for my child. And I get that because you don't want to make it seem like, oh, you have your hand out. But sometimes you have to let the pride down and say, you know what? My child deserves this. Even if you go to a local church or something and say, ask somebody to help or something, you know, your daycare or child care or something. Just say, I want to do something for my daughter, but I really don't have it. You know, that's a good place. Uh, place to be you know as far as let me ask someone let me put my pride down let me ask so I would say that because you can literally get into depression because you cannot afford to do for your child I would stay away from that look at the positive and, and find a solution most people they see the problem okay I don't have it and then they put more on the problem by being stressed by being depressed instead of finding a solution so I would say Find a solution and don't don't stay in the phone. Don't say, you know, don't look at your situation and be like, I can't do nothing, so I'm going to mope and I'm going to pout. Find a solution. Yeah, I totally agree. That is really good. Uh, we talked about this. I did a back-to-school series um, back in August, and we talked about how, you know, some people get in that same funk and then they don't want to ask for help with their kids' school supplies or their uniforms or their school clothes. And it's just really like um, getting out of that and really just accepting the fact that you need help. You can't do this thing alone. And it's okay if people help you, you know, because a lot of times like we're just like, nobody can help us. I got it, this and that. But in reality, you really don't have it. You know? Exactly. That's why you have two parents. And it's unfortunate that sometimes one of them is not there. And then exactly. after you, you know, allow other people to step in and help you out. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many programs. There's so many places you can go to get help. You know, we just have to research. You know, a lot of people say, well, I don't know. So that's the end. And it's like, no, we have to get on the internet, ask around, network, 
research because there is a lot out there for single moms. Yes, absolutely. Now, Brianna, that is pretty much all I have. Is there any other tips or things that you would like to recommend to the moms uh, as we close out? Um, I would just say always, I, I know, you know, with the holiday season or, or just period financially, I would just say always find ways to increase income. You know, many people, they look at their situation, financial situation, and they say, wow, you know, I this is it. Like, I don't even know how I'm going to pay this or pay that. You know, that's the t- statistics. They, they say, you know, single moms live paycheck to paycheck. And we, I really want our single moms to get to a place where we are changing our mindset. I always say it starts with a decision, you know, decide to be successful. You decide to fail, you know, and it's a choice that it's a choice. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. have this, you have free will and you know, we didn't ask to be single moms. That's nobody wants in life. It's just things happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So, okay, now this is my story. I'm not going to have a sad story. I'm not going to put the blame on no one else. I would never badmouth my child's father to my child or anybody else because that's his decision that he decided that he don't want to be in my child's life. You know what I mean? So this is my reality. I can't live in in a sad story for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? So I decided Hey, this is my this is my story, and I'm gonna make the best of it. I'm gonna be positive about it, and and it's important to surround yourself with people who have a positive mindset. You know, a lot of people they live in okay, I have a sad story, and they want people to feel sorry for them, and then they hang with people who have the same sad story or who's not motivating or pushing to the next level. And it's like you have to change your surroundings, especially when you want to get to another level in life. So that that's my spiel on that piece. And also stay away from getting yourself in debt, just just adding more to your problems. You know what I mean? Because that in itself, that's stressful too. You know, you say, okay, I have my this financial situation and um I really don't know how I'm going to make it. So I'm gonna take out loans. I'm gonna swipe this, swipe that on my credit card. And before you know it, you're in $30,000, debt just on personal or credit card bills or loans, I should say. So that's my spiel on financial peace. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, actually, right now, we're in the process of a single mom's level up challenge. I created oh, nice. Yeah, I created this because I did a poll, I think, three, four weeks ago, asking, like, what did they believe? were the biggest issues and so the number one thing was finances I think support and time like a lot of them believe they don't have a lot of time to get things done and they don't have the money to do it with but I was just like well I believe just what you said it starts with the mindset so that's number one so that's what we've covered in week one we just finished up week one and we talked about mindset. And just like you said, we talked about evaluating your circle, making sure that you're around people who have those positive mindsets and who believe that they're going to go places too. Absolutely. So also starts with your belief. And like you said, it's a choice. So you choose to believe that you can be better than you were today, right? So tomorrow, your story might not be that you don't have the money to get this or get that. Or it may not be that you have to 
only set a certain amount, you know, that you would rather not set for your kids. So, you know, just having that mindset. And then, like you said, you should always be finding ways to increase your income. And we talk about side hustles a lot. So, yeah, it's like, um, I believe Emma, I think her name is Johnson, Emma Johnson. She's like the wealthy, wealthy single mama. Uh, And she always talks about, you know, the same thing. Like every single mom should have a side hustle because you just have that one income. What if something happens and your job lays you off? What are you going to do? Exactly. Exactly. What is your backup plan? Yes. And it's unfortunate, but a lot of us don't have that. And then we we don't have the time to have a side hustle but it's honestly it's about making time and using the time that you have everybody i'm sure would say that they don't have enough time to do xyz but when you learn to master the time that you have that no longer becomes an excuse exactly so anyways so in the single mom's level up challenge we're you know we're covering mindset and we're covering time and money that's good looking forward to um you know, the mindsets of these moms once they're doing it. That's good. That is that. And um, one thing that I wanted to say uh, before we go is that I found that you could decide on an amount based upon your income. So just say if you make, you know, $40,000 a year, if that's your yearly salary, you can take 1% of that and that's how much you should be spending. Yeah, that's good. On your Christmas shopping. And I think, I got that from like Dave Ramsey or somebody, but yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> just, he's you know, awesome. That's something that you know you can use if you're not sure. Um, or like we said earlier, you know, you can go through your budget if you don't have a budget. You should definitely like consider getting absolutely. Please get a budget. That, um, yes, so that you can see where your money is going and how much you actually have to spend on um, Christmas shopping. Absolutely, because I work with. Um, several different clients of mine and some clients make good money but just was spending and because they didn't have a budget you know they say i have all this money and i'm just gonna spend 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 and it's like why am i not having savings or why why can't i do uh the things i want to and i'm making this amount it's because you don't have you don't see your financial situation and right in front of your face you know what i mean you don't see the situation and say Oh, uh, okay. This is my income. This is my expenses. Oh, okay. And because you need to allocate your funds properly. I always say that please allocate your funds properly. If that's put in the savings, if that's investing or whatever you want to do to um, be successful in life, whatever that is, you always want to allocate your funds properly. Yes. And if you don't have that in order, like there are free financial um is it called financial planners where at the bank like if you have an account there you can speak to somebody there yes and they'll talk to you for free so you don't always have to have you know somebody that you pay Um, exactly if you know if you do have money available to allocate then you may be able to find somebody that's a certified financial planner that can really help you get your money in order absolutely absolutely and uh, one other idea that i had um for those moms who may be you know feeling kind of sad or guilty about getting their kids a lot of gifts is if you buy you know little things you can wrap them all separately so yeah that's if good you buy, like an outfit you can wrap it the shirt, you can wrap it alone. The pants, you can wrap it alone. Socks, yes. you can wrap it alone. Pajamas, wrap it alone. It's just paper. You know, you can get the paper from the Dollar Tree. You don't want to spend a lot of money on paper. 
Uh, and that's another way that you can have a lot of gifts under the tree as well. Absolutely. If you want to just make them think that they have, you know, a lot, that's one thing that you can do. We've talked about, you know, saving last minute for this year. But Brianna, I just wanted to really quickly um, talk about some ways that they can get prepared for 2019. And one of the things that you mentioned was, I think you said, like, set a planning in advance. Yes. And, like, buying something each month. Absolutely. Yep. Put it in the closet, especially um, all throughout the year, you know, stores have sales. So you receive coupons, sign up for different stores that you like. So you can receive coupons on your email or to your address and just get those coupons and just start buying different things each month. And before you know it, October come, you'll have 10 gifts. And then, you know, and it's what you could spend like $20 or some $50 a month on that or whatever the, the budgeted amount that you budgeted for to get the gifts. So by Christmas time, you'll say, oh, okay, I have all of this. And then I could just add some more little stuff and you'll be done. Yeah, absolutely. And then also I mentioned the whole gift card thing, like starting yeah. at the beginning of the year, that is a good way to, um, I mean, a good, a good thing to do at the beginning of the year. So just say, if in January, okay, you're recovering, right? That's okay. You don't want to do any spending in January. That's fine. But February comes and you decide, oh, I have $20 to spare. Well, take that $20 and go buy a gift card and put that in a bucket or something. Put that in your closet. And then the next time you have an extra $20, $50, whatever it is, go buy another gift card. And then by the time you're at October or November, you have all these gift cards that you're, you know, you haven't spent. So you have those set aside. absolutely you know buy gifts with so that is uh pretty much it okay uh, so i really appreciate you brianna for taking out the time to chat with me uh to help these moms out oh no problem thank you so much for having me i'm so honored you are welcome if you can tell us one more time where we can find you and connect on social media and do tell us like are do you primarily work with um small business owners or are you open to helping out moms or just, you know, kind of tell me a little bit more about your business structure and your primary uh, target audience. Okay. So, um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at BLNA, BLNA financial services. And I, right now I target individuals and small to medium sized companies. Um, so individuals, meaning anybody, single moms, married, Whatever your status is, I'm available to help you guys. So also, um, next year, I am looking into actually starting a single moms group. Oh, Um, nice. Yeah, so I'm in the process of doing that now. I feel like that's another need. People, uh, single moms really need to hear my story. I believe Mm -hmm. I can help a lot of single moms. So Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So tell me, where do you live again, Brianna? That way, like, they can know so they can be on the lookout if they're in your area. So I live in the western suburbs of Chicago. Um, okay. Oh, my gosh. I have a lot of moms in Chicago. I'm actually, really? Yeah, I'm going to visit um, next year. I am I'm declaring this in 2018 that I'll be visiting you guys in Chicago. Nice. In 2019. <laughs> yes. Please let me know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I started a single mom directory. And so what, what happens is um, they sign up and then they are categorized by states. 
nice mom that signs up they can connect with another single mom in their state and so awesome um now i don't have a lot of chicago moms signed up in the directory but i have connected with a lot of them in single mom chat that we do each and every thursday um where we just talk about different topics as it relates to single motherhood nice to ask questions and things of that sort but um when you say you're creating a group it's i'm imagining that it's going to be more physical like you can actually meet up right in person yes so one-on-one time um hotline you know for any if you need to vent or if you need to talk and then more giving away I want, yeah, I want to awesome. give, give for, for single moms who, um, for Christmas, for back to school, prom send-offs, college, um, giving away. Awesome. Next year will be all about giving away. So yes, I hope to do that one day. Yes. So that is awesome. I really look forward to seeing what you have in store. That's exciting. Thank you awesome. so much. Thank you so much. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We definitely dropped a lot of tips. Let us know what you thought. If it was actually helpful, we want to hear from you. You can always leave a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. You can rate the podcast. If you're on SoundCloud, you can simply leave a comment. And then, you know, I'm always up for the Instagram comments or DMs. You can also share the episode on your Insta story, or you can simply copy the link and share it with a friend or a family member uh, via the copy link button. You can connect with me on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood. I'm over on Facebook at Single Black Motherhood. And then you can check out the website at singleblackmotherhood.com. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Next week, we are going to be talking about self-care and the holidays. It is so easy to forget about ourselves when we're trying to focus on the kids and our family members, y'all. So thank you again for listening. I really appreciate it. Until next week, talk to you guys later. Bye.